0: Julie, let's rip straight into it. Sporting, sportsmanship, sportswomanship, sportspersonship, person, what do we call it? We naturally say sportsmanship, but what's the right word that we use today? What do you want to call Fair it? a play. Yeah. <laughs> Just take out, so the, take out the Take out, out the he, her, his and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <know. laughs> is there a moment that you've been Julie because you are you, you are an Olympian in your uh in your uh what's say fortune in your in your bag of trips because there's nothing that we can um, pull out to say, have you ever done this? But that's for sure. But is there a moment in your career that you've seen like really sportsmanship at its yeah. at its finest?
1: Well, I want to say that in swimming, it's quite rare, just because we always it's an in individual race, so you just focus on yourself. But I gotta say that in Tokyo, um, there was the four hundred freestyle, and Katie Ledecky, the she's the most decorated female swimmer of all time, actually, and she was undefeated for I think probably around ten years, and she got beat by the Australian swimmer Ariana Titmus, and. Um, Honestly, everyone thought that she was just going to walk away and just not congratulate her at all. And she was actually really happy for her and she gave her a hug and she said that um, she thanked her saying that she wouldn't be here without her. And because obviously it always just used to be her and now there's someone else. And yeah, she was actually grateful that she had a rival to compete with. So that was actually quite, quite beautiful to see. Because yeah,
0: and and were you lucky enough to see it first first yes, hand as well? Yes. Oh wow wow yeah. wow! So we're quite
1: very lucky because in Tokyo it was quite difficult. Yeah, not many so. not not many people
0: were seeing many <laughs> so, things in exactly. Tokyo.
1: <laughs> so no, that was really that was really nice.
0: Wow, it's a, good, a special moment. Right, let's crack on to the CMCM CM meet this um, this weekend. When when does it kick off? Is it actually Saturday, Sunday, or do they have do they have races uh, um, starting on Friday evening? When when can we?
1: It it actually starts on Friday morning, so it's a three day competition. And so in the mornings it's always the heats. In the afternoon it's the finals. Um, Final start at three thirty, so uh, they're quite early. But um, yeah, they 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 basically they race in the morning, and then the top uh, sixteen usually make it in finals at night.
0: Uh, and um, and who is it? Anyone in particular racing? Is it mainly just Luxembourgers that are racing, or are people c- coming from all over Europe? Or do we have some that are coming from further Will We have someone from the US, from South Africa.
1: Yeah, we have people coming from all over the world. I think it's twenty-five different nations. We wow. have a, a huge Canadian team that's coming. Um, uh, we have a South African swimmer, and and yeah, so people are really it's it's becoming more and more known all over the world because it's a quite professional meet.
0: The reason I said South Africa actually was because I think last year um, our Chad was racing, wasn't? Yes. What's uh, what's his family name? Our no, cool. Chad Chad McClure. Oh. Lucklow, Lucklow, that's right. Yes. And his, well, he 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 was a, but, he's a butterfly swimmer, and I think he beat a number of years ago beat uh, Phelps. I think it wasn't. Exactly. And, and of course, he was delighted as you would be to beat Phelps. But his father was the most happiest man yes. in the world. My boy, my boy, my boy. He was he, he was, uh, mm-hmm. and I think he's gone on to do many other uh, interviews. Um, did how did Chad get on last year?
1: Oh, uh, he's, he's doing quite well. He's moved uh, to Europe. He's training in, in Frankfurt now. So uh, I think that he's, well, it's always interesting. I mean, in Tokyo, it was quite difficult. You had top athletes that weren't actually performing. So now we're back on track. And, and so it will be quite interesting to see what the swimmers will do in Paris.
0: Yeah. And you're involved in the you're 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 a helper now. You won't be in the pool. You'll be outside of the <laughs> pool. And I tell you what, you need a, 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 a lot of um, volunteers and supporters on the on the outside of the pool, as you've seen in your your career. What, um, what what's your role this time?
1: Well, basically, I'll be all over the place. I think there's going to be a lot of things to do. Usually, I help on pool deck, so if that's
0: on pool deck, is that what they call? Yeah, on on deck. On, on, yeah, pool, yeah, deck. on, on pool deck. Okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we have the swimming pool and pool deck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, last year I couldn't move very far with my crutches, but this year I think I'll be used uh, everywhere. I think tomorrow I'll be welcoming the the teams and, and, and showing them the, the practice pool and everything and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday I will be running after the, the swimmers to get them on the podium and I'll help out wherever I'm needed really.
2: Proper little man. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. Proper little <laughs> Just looking down at the events, they have the uh the mixed mixed medley relays. How how seriously is that taken as one of the events? Is it kind of a because it's super fun to watch is it is it kind of a gimmick or is it do people take it super seriously how does that
1: well it's like you say it's been added quite recently it never used to be done and as a swimmer we love it honestly because it's always you always race the girls and it it's fun to also race with the guys especially when you're up the up the blocks and up on the blocks and you're like 20 meters in front of the the team next to you and then the guy dives in and then he comes he gets closer and closer so it's not only fun for the swimmers but also for for the spectators to watch it so it's quite popular people really enjoy watching it just because it's a little more entertaining and, and thrilling yeah, usually the
2: lead can change hands so many times exactly. whereas normally it's I've seen it that, in
0: the running as well and the athletics so what there was a meet that they it, but I didn't. It was one of the first times I think maybe it was in the World Champs recently in, in, in Budapest, and I think they they was the f- yeah first mm. times it. It's, it is interesting to watch, but I think what they had is they had like the boys racing it's the it was still a medley race, but they didn't have g- girls and boys at the same at, oh, at the 100%. same time. So it was kind of like you saw one fast dude against another fast yeah. dude, and you saw another fast. Check against another fast check, so it was kind of like that where I like the idea where you can you can throw out any order you 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 like
1: well in in the four by one freestyle that's what they usually do they put the boys first and then the girls last but the medley relay is quite interesting because you got to see which swimmers do we have which ones are the best and actually in Tokyo the U.S. made a mistake and uh, they picked the guys for the wrong uh, event so or or uh, swim and uh, they actually didn't win even though on paper they're by far the best so it's really tricky you got to figure out who do I put in in what which stroke
3: do we have anyone for this weekend at the CMCM meet is there anyone from Luxembourg in particular that we should have an eye out for
1: well I, the whole team is actually there so it's going to be quite interesting now the the um, it's a little bit unfortunate that the World Championships are going to be quite soon, now starting in February, so uh, some people will prepare for Worlds. I personally think that the Euromate is a great opportunity to try to qualify for the Olympics just because you can swim heats and finals, whereas at Worlds you have the pressure in the morning and you might not make finals at night, so you at least have two shots but uh, I mean, classic uh, Julia Hanks and and so on is gonna be racing, and we have some some young young uh, swimmers who are coming up now. We have Finn Kemp and Allah She's the best uh, girl. That's she. She broke some some. Um, I think she broke a national record just uh, over Christmas. Um, yeah.
3: I think I saw something yeah.
1: Like as well, yeah, so she's she's quite good, and it will be interesting if also for them to to race against some really really high level athletes because usually they race here in Luxembourg and it just doesn't have the same level.
0: Interesting you say that because Julian uh, sent a message to me today. I'll see if I can get it online now um, to talk about uh, the event. Let's see if this one clicks.
2: In just clicking that. Have we got out. anyone going to Paris representing Luxembourg oh, this summer? Uh, um, here we go. Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. Here's um, Julian online I'm now. At the Euro meet,
4: um, in Luxembourg City. I'm swimming the 50 butterfly on Friday and the 50 freestyle on Saturday. Um, I'm hoping to get closer to the qualification times for the Olympics, obviously on the 50 freestyle. Uh, but first of all, um, it's the start of the long course season, and um, I need to test myself where I'm at, so it's a good first meet this year and um I'm feeling good it's um just before the world champs in two weeks, so um I want to be fast I want to feel the water and enjoy my um my my swimming um I'm very sad that uh, Julie is not swimming um Hey Julie, I um, hope you're doing fine and um we miss you at the pool. Uh, I hope you're happy, and um, yeah, I hope I well. Uh, I'll see you this weekend for sure. Um, to all the listeners, I hope to see you at the cock this weekend, uh, from Friday to Sunday. Um, there will be a lot of stars at the pool. Um, international world champions like um, Thomas Sabo, um, who's the fifty butterfly world record holder in short course uh, you have Maxime Grousset who is the 100 butterfly world champion long course this year so a lot of good swimmers um, it's a very nice meet to watch and uh, I hope to see you all there thank
0: you yeah that's, uh, that's Julian we're going to be on oh. the blocks, certainly watching watching your uh, our boy because your boy but he's our boy <laughs>
2: <laughs> on the blocks so a couple yeah. of questions there so do you miss the 5am starts at the pool on a on a every morning and and have we got any so who are, I think who we can we
1: guess that that answer <laughs>
2: <laughs> you'd rather be jumping out of a
0: plane
1: I am truly enjoying not having to get up at 5 a. well 4 30 but I gotta say it's quite tough to get up early in that you know that you don't have to I mean for work of course I have to be up I have to be at work at eight but I really try to work out early in the day to get it over with but on most days, it's quite impossible to get up. And you would think that I'm determined and I can do it, but that's just all gone.
0: Left <laughs> that all behind with your swimming career. Yeah. <laughs> Are those early mornings uh, to get up? Is that just because you need to get m- miles in the in, in, in the clock, and that's the most the best time to do it? Well I mean, if you're a profi- if you were just let's say professional, and that's all you're doing swimming, why not start at just nine o'clock and put your session in at nine o'clock, and then another one at four o'clock in the afternoon?
1: Well, we used to train so early just because of school. We were combining both, so we had to to get uh, in the pool quite early and then later at night. But, I mean, here in Luxembourg, they try and make it a little more accommodating for the athletes. I think in Sportlysee, you can start later in the day. We used to start at 7 because school would start at 10 on some days. So it's really not that bad. Even our top athletes, they do not start it at 5 o'clock here in Luxembourg.
3: <laughs> 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 I think even with the sports say when I was coaching uh, the squash kids there, uh, 8 a.m. starts, that was very early. Kokoshoya, 8 a.m. in the morning, is not the warmest place in the world, I can tell you that.
0: That's right. It makes it a, a little chilling, even from a, if, from a squash player's point of view. You want to be well warm. It's just the and, ball's freezing. And the, and the ball's cold as yeah. well. It's a tough old... Not fun. Don't miss that gig. <laughs> so,
2: a fact I was told, and I don't know how true it was, that the thing that made the big difference in swimming, that got the sw- swimming world records to drop suddenly, was people started to use goggles. So back in the day before people had goggles, they were limited on the amount of training they could do because effectively the stinging of the eyes of the chlorine. And then they invented goggles, and then all the world yeah. records dropped. Yeah. That? Oh, that's interesting. If you
1: look at old videos, they never used to wear goggles. It was just, yeah, they would swim without them, which is quite impressive because I don't know how they would do it. I mean, I already barely see the wall, but without goggles, impossible actually, when I was little, I, there was another girl in my age group, and and she she was the best, and she wasn't wearing goggles. So one day I told my mom, "Mom, I'm going to swim without the goggles because it makes me faster."
0: <laughs> Your uncle Skippy, when he does the uh, what's it ten meter pool, he wouldn't use goggles. He would he'd be he'd be he'd be I would I, w- I would assume he doesn't yes. care about the sting in the eyes. That one. No. He's Australian, do not he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He, he focuses more on, on techniques to cheat yeah. rather than <laughs> goggles. He's, he's <laughs> the master at, any,
0: at, at, at anything, even board games. Um, but would – so, yeah, would goggles slow down in, in, in the drag at, at all or not really? I mean, if you said, okay, yes, you train with goggles because you're doing those miles. But if you're doing the 50-meter the dash, would goggles – i don't
1: think so nowadays like they they really try to reduce the drag swim caps and the suits and even the goggles they're pretty much part of your face and and there's really no drag anymore i mean swimmers are really um they're weird about shaving too they really think it makes a difference and
0: what do you mean? You won't, You don't think that I've got a better chance than... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're playing. Maybe I'm still Maybe not prepared have to take to you on with,
0: with, with, with your long hair there.
2: Well, you, you need smooth legs, right? And then hairy arms, because then the hairy arms give you extra pull. Is that no, not the way? No, nothing. You don't want hairy arms. You share, Good you share everything. Everything. Everything.
0: everything.
1: Huh. I had a coach in the US. He was a little crazy. He told the girls to even shave the face.
0: Yeah, Wow. Well, yeah. It was a little too sometimes. much. It'll be a bit, bit hard. <laughs> You shave my back, you can say, no. <laughs> anything, yeah, they, anything they do that. They yeah. do that
1: before the meets. So the the guys get in the shower and then they have to shave each other's back. And backs. there was the <laughs> there was
0: the period where we had full the full kit yeah. the full full longs.
1: Yeah, those those were quite tough. I I missed those. So I, I just got into swimming when we had the shorter ones but i remember it was it was really a pain to put those on they were so tight people would take 30 minutes to put them on
0: need your coach to help
1: yeah and they they really made a difference because it took a, a couple of years to break those records and i think some are even still still there with the with the long suits so i mean they helped a lot
3: yeah, I mean, in squash we shave each other's backs as well, but it's not for squash. We just do it because it's fun. <laughs> it's
2: just, it's fun. <laughs> that's, that's, maybe
0: that's why Adam Adam's not come back. So let's give us some picks. Have you got anyone in particular think that's going to do really well this the, this weekend? Have you got any inside knowledge for us? I mean, not that I'm going to go down to beat, Bet Three Six Five to uh, <laughs> to punt on it this weekend, but is there any? Have you got anyone? Is, do you know anyone locally that's that will be looking for? for a, a, a record or maybe not records probably a bit harder to predict anyone that Well we
1: have David Popovici coming he's the world, world record holder, holder in the 100 meter freestyle now he's actually quite young so he had a tough season last year so this will be his first race long course of the olympic season and and I think he's going to try to to really make a statement because, because last year was, was quite tough for him. So it will be interesting to see. And then we have another four swimmers that will try to get their Olympic cut this weekend. It's an Austrian guy, a Portuguese guy. Um, what else? Uh, a guy from Serbia also, and a girl from Poland. So yeah, they uh, declared that they're going to try and make their their a cut to
0: make their cut. Um, yeah. So that that would obviously mean that the the judges or the the time the people that the, the I mean who is it? is it? Is it done with the laser timing? How do they record the?
1: We have the uh, so it's all electronically now. So we okay. have those pads in the water that usually they're yellow or white, and basically when the um, the starter the beep goes off, the time the clock starts, and then once they touch uh, it stops and okay it's quite so you don't precise. have a little man
0: you don't need to have a little man on every no well we have
1: on. them still just in case to manually take the times but yeah. usually the the system never breaks down.
0: It's quite
2: worrying. Famous last words when you're organising. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we might have you in the show next week. <laughs> finding, um, finding, what else? And what about the youngsters? Can they have a? Can they have a crackers? Have we got any young ones locally? Can do, do they have an age group race? Do they have youth races, or is it just? Is it just a Euro meet, for, Euro meet for the best of the best?
1: Yeah, it's a. It's it's actually open, so they're going to see what it's like to really race against. Um, the best athletes in the world. This is like European Championships or Worlds or Olympics. So they gotta really swim fast in the morning to get their spot at night. That will be their priority, I think. Um, but it's a uh, it's a great meet. I remember when I was younger, the Euro meet is was where I really started to to yeah get hungry to 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 make finals and to even get podiums. So. I'll be quite interested to see what they what they do because we have a couple of them that that um, have a shot at at making at least B finals, which is uh, basically the the ninth to the sixteenth spot.
0: Yeah, Yeah, talking about um, like winning and getting podiums or getting a qual- a qualified for the Olympics. Scott and I were talking on Sunday night about Ginny Waring, who's the Karate athlete, also yeah. a footy player. She's not bad at um at, at football as well, and she's talking about um you know re- receiving money or getting money to to continue to do the journey that she does. And you know this very too well. It's very very challenging because it's unlike even which the three of us can compare and squash. Whilst we have never done it professionally to make a living. We can actually make a living out of it. I mean we can play and we don't have to be on what they call the PSA to play it. We can go and play for league teams. So just as an example, exactly, yeah. league that's on tonight you you could pick up I mean a, a pro could pick up up to two thousand euros for playing. A match, one yeah. or a, a match for the weekend. We have Dutch League. You have um, uh, Italian League. You have Bundesliga. You can. It doesn't matter where you go. Then you've got different leagues in the UK, and you can you can pick up and you can make a living without being on the professional tour. Then you go onto the professional tour as well. A little bit hard if you're in the if on squash terms, probably a bit harder if you're in the hundreds to one hundred to three hundred. You probably haven't. Yeah, you need you need big Fair sponsors. Time, yeah. But if you're in, but if you're let's say pushing towards fifty to hundred, you can make a You can make a living. That squash, a small sport, particularly when you compare it to something like swimming, where a lot of where there's a lot, I would guess, a lot more athletes. Even even karate, where you guys can't really earn anything. Are you able to pick up money at events like the CMCM? If I won my hundred meter fly, would 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 I pick up anything, or is it just a little medal on the chest and a well done sunshine?
1: You get a little prize money, but it's really not much. It's a couple of hundred euros if you win, but it's not going to make a difference. So it's not actually going to pay.
0: I mean, I guess the athletes are are staying at... The, the cock venue, or
1: yeah, mostly Novotel, and, Hotel, Hotel and yeah. Mama
0: Sherton. Okay, so we'll go out, we'll go out there with our flags, yeah, give <laughs> <Keep> them away, <laughs> fireworks and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm guessing Julie will be at the top of the Hilton, will he? will be at the top top floor of the, oh the, yes, the hill, in the suite, <laughs> in a suite, <laughs> <laughs> without three or four. So we'll go out there with our Luxembourg, uh, with, with, with our Luxembourg flag. So they can't. But what about if you, if you were to qualify for the Olympics, would your? The, Does the event pay more, or would that be more than likely the nation support you? Well, the the event doesn't pay more.
1: If you break a meet record, you get additional money. Same if you break a a European record or world record, but, I mean, those are quite tough to, to, to break. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's really no additional support, and even from the nations. I mean, from Luxembourg, I never got any additional money for, for getting my yeah. tickets for the
0: Olympics. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's a, yeah, your frown, frown is right. Yeah.
2: The Olympics, yeah, just, the Olympics it's, in it's theory, bizarre. was always amateur, which is why golf and tennis only kind of came in 20-odd years ago because they always used to have to be amateur, but... It was like rugby was amateur to what the mid-90s, but the reality was that a load of people were getting money, you know, here and there and and so on. But yeah, the Olympics is, is weird with the amateur thing. And now they're doing, they've gone from being all amateur sports to now, in my opinion, just putting in whatever sport will make the most money, be it, you know, skateboarding or, or breakdancing or whatever else is going on. Yeah. It is a
0: little un- – for me, it's a little un- unfortunate. I mean, I do like the I, – I, I prefer it as, it as it was, you know, like having this the this swimming, karate sports that weren't really professional. But then at the same time
1: – Well, karate isn't in there. Karate is Yeah, out.
0: not this – Judo isn't.
1: Judo is, know. yeah. I think they weren't picked to, to be added to the Olympics. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's, which is, that's right, which is bizarre, because one would think that, for yeah. me, it, it's sort of a... Similar to squash. We, we have this opinion, yeah, exactly similar to squash, you would think that it is. And it's never been. And, and, it, and it's never been first time, but well, squash will be there in 2028, 20, uh, 20, so it's obviously... it's come there, back. Uh, it's obviously exciting <laughs> for squash, but, but at the same time, like, you think of it, the Olympics is... is is the pinnacle of sport. I think the four of us will agree and stick your hand up and, and or, or throw a phone at me if you think I'm wrong. But I would say that the, the thing to look forward to in 2024 is the Paris Olympics. Yeah. That's the <laughs> thing right. to look forward to. And when we think of that, what do we love about the Olympics? Well, if I'm going to be honest, it's the first days because the swimmers, they crack straight into it. They, yeah. they're, they're normally the ones not at the party on the on the opening ceremony because they've yeah. got their early, early there- morning early start so that's it and then you think well okay we also want to see our nation get that medal we want to be top on the on on the leaderboard right so it's a brilliant representation for countries yeah so therefore you'd be investing in those athletes right who are non who are let's say not professional athletes so you'd be one would think, well, okay, we well, have to pay the the salary or the living or the housing of that of that athlete over that duration of their training period. Some yeah. countries do it well. Some Other countries. Dense. Can not I just so well. bring
3: up one thing for the swimming? Um, when we look at Olympic medalists, people who won most Olympics uh, medals, a lot of the time we got Michael Phelps, obviously for swimming. Um, but isn't it a little bit cheating? I mean, he's a very good swimmer. There's no doubt about that. But it's the same as. Say so if Usain Bolt was like, okay, I'm going to run this 100 metres, just running normally, and then the next 100 metres, I'm just going to run it shuffling sideways, and then the one after that, I'm going to run it backwards. <laughs> I mean, that'll give Usain Bolt more chance of winning more medals, and that's basically what Phelps did, didn't he? He was very good at swimming, and he's just like, I can do it all these different ways. <laughs> I it, I but it. it's
1: quite rare that you have a swimmer that's good at everything, Fair. really. That's... I mean you you have Michael Phelps and then now you have the the young uh, Summer McIntosh the Canadian girl who's also good at freestyle and and I am but it's very rare usually it's like freestyle and butterfly breaststrokers they're completely apart. They can only do brushstroke. Um
3: judgment. <laughs>
0: judgment. it doesn't, doesn't does, that does, that, yeah. does it surprise you? No it doesn't. <laughs>
1: no, they're a little weird. Everyone knows. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's uh, it's not so common. Michael Phelps was really a big one and that's probably also why he got so many medals, just because he could do anything. But he, we haven't seen anything like that really in since
0: he left, Michael Phelps still is uh, st- uh, still involved with swimming in the US, or is he out out?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I I don't think. I mean, he's still we still see him. I still see him at, at Olympics or so. Come he he comes to probably talk about the the USA team, but I I'm not sure how involved he is anymore.
0: Yeah. We, we we just hope that he's like like you and he's helping out at the, at meets <laughs> <like> the <laughs> meet, yeah. CMC meets. Well, Julie, very good luck this weekend. I hope it goes well. Scott and myself are going to try our best to get uh, to get down there. So um, watch out for Scotty. He'll be in his um, he'll be in his in, in, his-, his, in his budgies. <laughs> I don't with the little ducks first, I don't, yeah, With these little ducks <laughs> With these rubber duckies He was absolutely brilliant I'm not sure if you've seen it And if you haven't seen it You should see it Scott Brown taking on Julie Mainen at the um In, in the pool In, um, in Kirschberg, And yep there he was Our man Bombed himself and Got off to a uh, Handy wee lead Didn't he It was probably or, oh, should say, probably even over halfway, three quarters of the way down the old pitch. And then she came storming home and whatnot. No chance. And I was lucky enough to witness one of those things live. That was sportsmanship at its finest. <laughs> St. <laughs> St. Still, still it win by heart. We should do it again.
1: Maybe now it would be a little more fair. I'm not. So yeah. In such a good shape, great shape.
0: <laughs> but we we wish you the, the best of luck. Let's crack on to um, some some humour. You've seen enough uh, men in in their budgies um, when it's summertime these days, and you've been uh, you go away on your your holidays. Obviously, they won't be four weeks like our, our young Adam over here. But um, are you uh, are you choosing the bloke still in the budgies, or are you going for the bloke in the in the boardies? <laughs>
1: Hmm, that's a good question You've seen
0: enough. You've probably seen enough boys and budgies
1: <laughs> Oh, that's a tough question We'll see after this weekend It's
0: it the- <laughs> 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 definitely a budgie for uh, <laughs> uh, Julie there And right, I mentioned earlier in the show We talked about socks Now Danny and I on, on show number uh, one or two of this, of this year We had James and we were talking about socks Because I was fortunate enough, fortunate enough as a Christmas present To get a pair of socks from uh, from James Kent from Stade Francais, and I was very lucky enough to get them from RTL Radio Steps Low. Thank you, Steps, for those socks. And we were talking about how nice it is to wear a new pair of socks, and we we're talking about sport and socks. And out of the blue, Danny pulled one and said, he doesn't like wearing new socks. New socks when I play squash. When he's playing. Love wearing new Absolutely socks right. at
3: home, but new socks...
0: And oh, hold, look, look first, at this! Look at this confidence he's got. The, the first time you wear everything. them,
2: the first time you wear them, they're slipping. really slippy. Yeah, exactly. You put them through the wash, and then they're perfect. So the other first other time you wear them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian Clark, he 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 kept on wearing new socks and was complaining all the time about it. <laughs> oh, new so, socks it was, are really slippy. You've so, got to wash them once. Yeah. Oh. Julie, you got any input? Are you? But don't are you?
1: you guys wash them anyway? Like when you buy something new, usually you you wash it first. Whoa, really? oh,
0: this is a really good point, Julie. But not socks. Yes, bedding. Yes, um, underwear. Yes, everything. You always give it a wash. Well, hold on. These two boys. M-
2: no really not <laughs> No underwear. No, just wear it. Just, <laughs> just wear it straight away. Yeah, really
0: no, nice. Why would you wash it? You it? because new. it's got the stink smell of where it's, it's, it's been made and then in, in a plastic oh, bag. No,
3: no. Socks, no, Julie. Socks <laughs> you buy a car and like.
0: Put <laughs> that through the wash as well? Of course
3: not. No, you do not new yeah, it does, no. yeah, it's no. not on your skin.
1: No. It's not on your skin. Yeah,
0: yeah that's a good thing. It's, it's brand new. It's on my yeah. skin. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. No, definitely not. The, are you telling me you wash your socks before? You go swimming. Before, <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you worn I, socks swimming?
1: Yes. A coach made, made us wear them. Oh, yeah. And even on the hands.
0: It's, Drag it, pull, pull you under. Mm.
1: It's just amazing because swimming by itself is not fun enough. we got to add socks and lots of resistance to make it even more fun.
0: <laughs> We've got a West Ham fan. We've got an Aston Villa fan. Now, there's two similarities with these two is that they both wear the, um, both wear the same colours, actually. But we have Aston Villa for a long time who's actually above West Ham in the table. How do you think, guys, that we're going to finish at the end of the season, Aston Villa or West Ham? You still think it's going to remain Aston Villa higher than West Ham or West Ham got a
2: chance? Adam, you'll well, say no we'll chance. Be, yeah, Villa will be fifth or sixth. West Ham will be lower. Oh, lower? Yeah? yeah? You yeah. reckon you'll drop down to fifth or sixth? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, we're currently in sixth, I think, I believe. We're currently in sixth, so if you put, look at the top you five. Put, <laughs> you guys are top five right now, but uh I mean the big boys are getting their act together now, aren't they? So you expect them to start overtaking us shortly, but uh I don't know, I feel like Villa they've started the season quite well. They're not bad for a team in Claret and Blue, but I mean Do
2: you know the story of the kit? Yeah,
3: you stole it off us or something, didn't no, you? No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> the story that I only found out. So there, it was eighteen ninety nine. There was a runner in London who thought he was really fast so he had a bet with some Villa players that he would beat him in a running race so the Villa players lost because they were footballers and they couldn't they put some money on it and they couldn't afford they didn't want to pay him so instead they gave him a Villa shirt as a prize because Villa were the best club in the country at the time and that guy his son played fullback for Thames Ironworks at the time so then his son then took the Villa top and played in that for West Ham and that's how you got your kit yeah, because them they were West they were West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. Oh, yeah. they were hand me downs from Aston Villa.
0: Oh, there we go. Yeah, there you go. So West Ham are hand me downs. Yeah, we'll take that. No, we'll take that. We, we want to we'll walk up that. very briefly. We've got a couple of minutes to finish off. Let's up. get some
2: real. Let's get some real
0: action. Let's go back to the roots of the show. We were talking our little 164 centimeter uh, Maradona. Here's a few quick questions, guys. We're running out of time, so I'm going to go as quick as you can. I've got my pen out, but very quickly, Julie. I'm going to throw you in the mix as well because I think you you. You got some stats on, on on this. I think you can do pretty well. Maradona was born in October 1930, uh, October 30, 1960 in Lanús. Was he born in was is, was Lanos Is that in La Plata or Buenos Aires? Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires? Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. La Plata. La Plata. Okay, make mark that down. One for Julie. One for Adam. Zero for Danny. He made his professional debut at the young age of 14, 16 or seventeen. Seventeen. Sixteen. 16. That's one for Julie, one for Adam, still nought for Danny. He scored the infamous hand of goal in the 1986 World Cup finals. Was that 82, 86, 90, or 94? Known as the hand of God. 86. 86 for Six. sure. 86. That's three for Julie, three for Adam, one for Danny. On the scoreboard. Maradona played for several top clubs during his career. Can you name the three of them? Boca Juniors. Napoli.
2: Napoli and Barcelona.
0: Good stuff. Julie one, Adam one, Danny one. So that puts Julie on four, Adam on four, Danny on two. Maradona struggled with uh, an addiction. Was it sex, alcohol or drug? All of them. But cocaine. Cocaine was the big one. Drug. Drug. Julie five, Adam five, Danny three. He became the coach of the Argentine national team in 2005, 2006 or 2008.
2: 2008,
0: Eight. I'm going for six. That's six for Julie. Well, you went for what?
2: I went for the same, but she's got to stop picking my answers.
0: Oh, you're on a roll. And Maradona had a successful managerial career in addition to his playing days. He was, um, which one of these teams did he not coach? Al Wasal, Doradas, Denison, Nala, Napoli, and Gymnasia El Pisgrim, La Plata. Napoli. The first
1: one. Yeah, first,
2: first one. one.
0: First one. Napoli. Julie, congratulations, my friend. You are the, the champion winner. Oh, <laughs> of the Maradona. <laughs> society there's a reason why we bring you in it wasn't just from the cmcm it wasn't just for the sportsman um, comment that you raised earlier it wasn't just for the socks and it wasn't just to learn that you would jump out of a plane with danny and i while adams still on his four week holiday well, <laughs> working, that, i was working for two of them i was working for two of them my <laughs> boss will be listening indeed is the wrap for this evening um I just want to make, first and foremost say thank you to Julie for coming in, obviously Adam, yourself and Danny um, but we're also going to thank all those volunteers out there and that includes yourself helping this weekend and there's going to be a shed load of them that all make um, the CMCM work, yeah. it doesn't just help with people getting paid as we know, but um, and many thanks to them. Um, don't forget to check out the regulars, we've got Sam Steen at 6am Steps at 12, Melissa at 3 and we've actually got the new show which you uh, might want to put your boots on and tip off your hat, maybe you're obsessed with Country music maybe this is your first Radio or we'll want to learn more if you're A lover or a hater but Emma and Meredith who have two Different t- tastes and, and, and backgrounds they Have got now a country soul, a country Music show known as Country Roads which started last week it's played At Wednesday at 10am it's an hour long Show with a repeat on Saturday as well so Don't forget that until next Week it's or until Sunday in fact It's church yeah.